0: was the bottom of the ninth with McGuire up at bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game, Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse, sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me as the season unfolded. We held our breath, watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome Parker, to the podcast the Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy, the hence the name Jokestrap. The if you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap hey everybody welcome to joke strap episode number 91 this is wes hoffman thank you very much for tuning in again uh recording date here is april 25th 2021 and uh as of today it looks like the oakland a's winning streak is about to end um the game is not officially over yet but um the orioles do lead 6-1 in the bottom of the eighth in Baltimore. So the chances of an A's comeback today look pretty slim. Uh, Josh, John Means for the Orioles, absolutely dealing today for Baltimore. So the A's win streak ends at 13. I can't be too upset with that. Um, And as I said that the Orioles tack on another run. So at least another run. Let's see, I'm kind of following along on my computer. Just in case there's a remarkable comeback, but I just do not see it happening today. The A's have only mustered two hits. But the A's put together a 13-game winning streak. I cannot be too upset. They won this series against the Orioles, winning on Friday and Saturday. And yeah, it's 8-1 Orioles now in the bottom of the eighth. This game is over. Um, so wanted to get a head start on the podcast and not just wait for the game to end so that's why I'm recording here and uh hey how is everybody hope you're all doing well uh giving you a little update here in case you're not following along with sports um that closely um in general um let's see so let's look at the major league baseball standings right now um I believe these are the standings coming into today. They may not have today's games added yet. Um, but uh it looks like the A's and Mariners are at the top of the AL West. Uh coming in today, the A's were fourteen and seven. They'll be fourteen and eight now. Uh the Mariners were thirteen and eight. Uh not sure how that game's going. Don't even know if it started yet. Um so uh yeah. That's where uh, the A stand in the standings in in baseball, so they're still pretty good. I mean, it's still early. You don't really want to have your best baseball in the month of April. A lot of experts say, like, if you have a winning streak at thirteen, you much prefer to have that come in August or September. I mean, anytime you could get wins, it's a great thing. But playing your absolute best baseball, you don't want to do until you're about to go into the playoffs so you can strive with that so you can have that momentum and you can keep swinging because baseball there's a lot of streaks like I mean not just winning and losing streaks but um it's hard to be consistent in baseball um I mean you can be good for one week be bad for one week be good for one week be bad for one week you know it's, it's a lot of back and forth so um, that's why Mike Trout's so exceptional is because you hardly ever see him do really bad for an extended period of time, um, and and players like him are 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 exceptional, and uh, you got to hold on to him if you can. Um, anyway, speaking of which, the <clears throat> as far as the A's go, they even though they've had this winning streak, a lot of their offensive players haven't really hit that stride yet. Uh, Matt Olson, Jed Lowry, are have been two of the uh, top players in their offense. Uh, Mark Canna also as a leadoff hitter. Um, and also I got to give credit to the Ace for picking up Jed Lowry. I thought that was a mistake, but he's like returned back to his ways of playing for Oakland like he did in the past. And after playing only nine games with the New York Mets the last two years, all of a sudden he's looking like him old sel- his old self with Oakland. Like he only stays healthy when he's playing with Oakland. So sorry Mets fans, but apparently he just doesn't like anywhere about Oakland, um, so yeah, that day's offense. I mean, some of the players, those players I mentioned Canna, Olson, Lowry—they they've been doing well lately during this streak. But guys, you expect to hit like Matt Chapman. On the other hand, uh, he hasn't really done much yet. He's not above 200. I think he's batting like 160. So we're still, they're still waiting on him to come around. Um, their catcher, Sean Murphy, who everyone expected to be one of the better hitting catchers in baseball also struggling uh their new shortstop elvis andrews still trying to get things going um so not their entire off op- their entire offense isn't clicking this win streak was uh generated primarily by their starting pitcher starting pitching and bullpen which has been pretty much lights out during this win streak um there was one game uh in which, uh, which occurred on the 21st, April 21st, against the Minnesota Twins. The A's won that one 13-12. In that game, there was no pitching whatsoever. Um, a lot of home runs, and it was a, a back and forth. Uh, the A's won in 10 innings thanks to an error. There was two errors by the Minnesota Twins. So technically, this winning streak should have ended on the April 21st, but the A's had the baseball gods on their side that day, and uh, they... Uh, did not uh, end up losing that game. Instead, won 13-12 in 10 innings. But um, but, but yeah, I so said the pitching pretty much carried him during this winning streak. Uh, the only pitcher that's been kind of questionable out of the bullpen, which is probably Sergio Romo. And uh, he did not have a very good outing, especially in that April 21st game. Uh, but other than that, the pitching has been pretty good. Um, The A's are now headed into the top of the ninth against the Baltimore Royals, still trailing eight to one. Um, And yeah, I I mean, I'll keep you updated, but I doubt they're going to pull this one out today. Um, So yeah, Uh, so that's an update on baseball or on the A's anyway, Uh, looking around the rest of uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, we got the Red Sox. Uh, who got the lead in the American League East standings? Uh, the Royals are on top of the AL Central by a, a game or two over the White Sox. Uh, and then uh, over in the National League, the Phillies have a ten and ten record, so they're in five hundred and uh, they they're in first. That's really weird for the National League East to not would expect some more wins in that division. That Jacob DeGrom, uh, he's been fucking amazing for the Mets, and uh, he can't get any run support. He did get a win the other day. Uh, he pitched a complete game shutout, uh, gave up only two hits, and he recorded two hits of his own batting, and he had 15 strikeouts. So it was a pretty dominant day for Jacob DeGrom, possibly one of the more, possibly the best pitcher in baseball right now. You could... Say that um, it's uh, he's got like a .35 ERA or something so far this season. Pretty dominant. The Milwaukee Brewers have a pretty dominant pitcher too. Um, he had a record. I don't know if it's still going or not, but he had a record. Corbin Burns is who I'm talking about for the Brewers. Uh, he had a record of forty strikeouts to start the season without allowing a walk. So pretty impressive. The Brewers are sitting on top of the National League Central right now at twelve and eight. The Los Angeles Dodgers have lost a few more games since the last t- episode I did. They're sitting at 15 and six, and lo and behold, the Giants are not too far behind them, uh, sitting at 13 and eight, two games back. So, um, Giants are taking advantage of those Dodgers losses and trying to sneak in there. But you know, it's still April, still the first month, still you know, still a long way to go in this season. It's not a 60 game season anymore; it's uh, 162 games, like it should be. So. That's where we stand in the baseball world. Um, San Jose Sharks, man, uh, in hockey. uh, I talked about this last episode, uh, how they were, like, four points out after being within, like, one point of a playoff spot. And now, um, they're still only six points out of being in a playoff spot. It's really weird. They haven't won a game recently. In their last ten games, they're... One eight and one except the teams ahead of them haven't haven't really been doing that great either so they haven't fallen that far behind so the coyotes are three seven and oh in their last 10 games the st louis blues are four six and oh in their last 10 games those are the two teams ahead of the sharks so the sharks technically they're still in this fucking playoff race somehow even though they haven't won a game in what seems like forever um they did a special tribute for uh <clears throat> excuse me for uh, patrick marlowe uh in vegas uh on the road uh vegas did a nice video tribute for marlowe's uh record-breaking game uh 1768th game uh of all time nhl record most games played that was on april 19th uh Kudos to Vegas. Awesome tribute. Uh, San Jose was back home for the first time since then last night, April 24th. San Jose did another video tribute. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, so that's great. Uh, great great video tributes and terrible performances in game. The Sharks did have a chance to win that game on the 19th against Vegas. It went to overtime. It went to an overtime shootout. The Sharks gave Marlow the very first chance. Uh, to get the sh- the, the goal on the shootout, so I thought that was cool. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't able to get it in the net, but uh, and the Sharks ended up losing in the shootout. But, uh, but yeah, it'd be nice for the Sharks to pull together some wins. Uh, it seems like they haven't been able to get going ever since they traded uh, Devin Dubinick away, um, and it was looking like they were doing good right before they traded Devin Dubinick away, their, their other goalie. Uh, Martin Jones, like, his game has seemed off ever since it got rid of Dubnyk. I don't. I think maybe Dubnyk pushed Martin Jones to do better. And uh, now that Dubnyk's gone, it's, I don't know, maybe affected his game. I don't know. Um, in the East Division, the Washington Capitals are sitting at first place with the 31-13-4 record. And then the Penguins are right behind them, 31-14-3. So, so that's interesting to watch there in the East Division of NHL. Um, The Caroline Hurricanes in the Central Division sitting at 31, 10, and 6. So they got a a couple game lead there, it looks like. Uh, The North Division, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, Jumbo Joe Thorne, former Shark, they're at 30, 13, and 5. So um, they have a pretty good grasp on that division, it looks like. Of course, in the West Division where the Sharks are, um, the Vegas Golden Knights are first place, 34, 11, and 2. And the next closest team is Colorado Avalanche at 31, 10, and 4. So so yeah, I, I do I think the Sharks are gonna make the playoffs? Probably not, but are they mathematically eliminated? No, they're not. Um so that's that. Um checking in on the A's game. There's two outs now in the top of the ninth. And uh actually yeah, two outs and a runner on second. So Yeah, still need that miracle to happen if they are going to come back and win this game. But hey, they got their third hit of the ball game now. Um, Excuse me. Um, So I didn't fart. I just coughed. I'm sorry. Um, Got a little frog in my throat, I guess. Um, So here we go. Um, So I've discussed NHL briefly. I've discussed MLB briefly. So let's go to the National Basketball Association, the Golden State Warriors. Um, they're going to be taking on the Sacramento Kings tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, so that'll be a fun one to watch. Of course, I won't be watching it until after the Oscar ceremony is over because I do like uh, watching the Oscars, even though it's going to be different this year as, lo- as as with everything else that's been different this past year or so. Um, but I'll still watch the ceremony, check it out. Uh, but after the ceremony, I will switch it to the Warriors game. Um in the Eastern Conference of the NBA, the New Jersey Nets are, are on top at 40-20, and 20, so that's with 12 games remaining uh, on the season. Uh, so the NBA season is coming to an end soon. It seems like it's, they've been playing forever. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's just going to... I just want the schedules to get back to normal, you know, for all these sports, I uh, So, hopefully for NBA and NHL, everything's back to normal. You're playing the same teams. Um, I don't mind keeping some of these back-to-backs, you know, against the same team. That's fine. I just mean, like, I want to see Warriors play 82 games, and I want to see them finishing the regular season around April, and then, like, right now it should be playoffs, not later. That's what I mean, getting back to regular. Um, So... The Warriors are sitting at 30 and 30 uh, right now. Um, they're 10th in the conference, so they're in one of those playing spots still for the playoffs as it stands right now. They're 7 and 3 their last 10 games, so they've been doing well. Um, uh, Steph Curry's been amazing. Uh, he's possibly an MVP candidate, if not uh, already picked as the MVP, because there's no way the Warriors would have won as many games as they have as they have without Steph Curry in the lineup right now. It's just ridiculous. Um, and yeah, so that that's an update around the, I mean, as far as my team go, my teams go, and uh, uh, my teams I like, I should say, in the NBA, NHL, and MLB. Um, we have the NFL draft coming up. On April 29th, uh, 2021, on Thursday, uh, that's also my mom's birthday, happy birthday, she doesn't listen, um, so, uh, the I'm looking at NFL.com mock drafts, and uh, they have like three guys that the Niners could potentially take, um, and... It probably will be one of these guys, I'm guessing. Uh, the 49ers will be drafting a quarterback uh, with pick three overall in the first round, uh, which they traded for. Um, so you don't trade for a pick, usually, unless you're planning on taking somebody like a like this early in the draft, uh, unless you're planning on taking a quarterback. Uh, NFL.com thinks uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. Um and then the New York Jets, uh, they expect them to take Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU, and then they expect the 49ers to take Mac Jones, a quarterback out of Alabama. However, they do say that uh, they wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers took Trey Lance, um, out of North Dakota State, or if the 49ers took Justin Fields, um. Uh, where is he from? Out of Ohio State. Uh, I've been mostly seeing Mac Jones' name and Justin Fields' name floating around. I haven't seen too much about Trey Lance. I would think that Jones and Fields are the better choices, though, uh, as they're juniors. Uh, Trey Lance uh, was a sophomore, so I think he will have to have more time to, you know, wait if they were to draft Trey Lance. Um that's just what I think. Um, it de- it kind of depends on what the n- Niners' direction. Wh- which way do they want to go? Are they really considering drafting a quarterback, having him sit for a few years, or are they going to immediately start whoever they draft right away and just say goodbye to Jimmy G? We, we don't really know. Now, uh, the... Uh, m- Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have kind of said, oh, we're sticking with Garoppolo and then we're going to have like a competition, you know, once we draft someone. But, you know, y- you could say stuff all you want. That doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. Uh, I've lived in a world where <laughs> the A's have said, uh, Billy Bean has said, oh, we're not trading Josh Donaldson. We're not trading Sean Dula. And then uh, they do. So. I don't know how much you can trust what like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch say because you you could change your mind. They could change your mind. They could say one thing one day and change your mind the next day. You never know. You can't you can't uh, predict these things. So, um, but but just personally, I would suggest or I would think the Niners should take one of these juniors, either Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Um, it sounds like. Either one would fit in well with the system. and uh, NFL.com says the decision may even come, go down to the wire. So it doesn't really sound like there's a clear-cut uh, idea of who the Niners might take. It's just pretty much uh, expected that they're going to take a quarterback. Because, again, why would you trade for a draft slot that early in the round unless you were going to take a quarterback? So that, that's the only thing that seems obvious at this point. Um, and pretty much that, so that's pretty much going on, that's, (coughs) that's pretty much the story, uh, with all the teams, uh, I'm gonna grab some water one second, let's see, I need some water, I need water, okay, I got some water, sorry about the coughing every now and then, uh, this is what happens when you start uh recording a podcast after you haven't talked to anybody, like, the entire day, um. You're not used to it. <laughs> your throat like dry because you're not used to opening your mouth to speak to people. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, updates on the A's, the Warriors, the Sharks, 49ers complete. Um, let's discuss a little bit more about what MLB is trying to do. Uh, with these rule changes. I discussed the um, 61 feet, six inch idea um, last episode, moving the mound back one foot. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, There was another rule that I did not discuss um, that they were talking about. Um, Let me just try to find it here let's see here okay i found it i forgot what they were calling it so the rule is uh the double hook and uh apparently the atlantic league is going to test this out in addition to the whole 61 feet six inches uh moving the pitcher's mound that i discussed last time um so as you may know the MLB had the DH in both the American League, the designated hitter, in both the American League and National League last season. And then this year, as part of their agreement, they agreed it would go back to the way it was where the designated hitter was in the American League and the National League had the pitcher hit. So now there's thoughts, oh, maybe they'll go back to the universal designated hitter again next season. It all depends on the collective bargaining agreement, see what happens there. Um, but now they're testing some double hook thing, has the same initials as DH, which is really weird. So here's the way the double hook works. Every team starts out the game with a designated hitter, but once you remove your starting pitcher, the team also loses its designated hitter. So hence the name double hook. Um, so why... So why uh, are they trying this? I have no idea. Um, To me, it's a a ridiculous idea. um, Because one, uh, you're gonna have managers try to keep your pitchers in longer so you don't lose your designated hitter. And then I think that's bad. Um, Because then you might have guys throwing their arms off when they shouldn't be. then there's going to be games like, say you're a Twins fan or something, you, you love, uh, you know, Nelson Cruz, he's like one of the best home run hitters in the league, um, what if your pitcher, your starting pitcher does bad, gets removed in the fourth or fifth inning, you've only seen Nelson Cruz bat once or twice, uh, how is that good, That that's not good, um, On the other side, if I was going to argue for the other side, hey, you get more bench players that are going to get an opportunity to get at least one bat per game. Because if you're removing your pitcher in the fifth or sixth inning, then you're most likely not going to let your relief pitcher bat in the later innings. So then four, so then four. So therefore, you're going to pinch hit for them and other guys are going to get more at bats. Kind of like they already do in the National League. So... I don't know. To me, the double hook rule overall, I don't think it's uh, a good idea. Just like I don't think this 61 feet 6 inches is a good idea. A lot of what I've read from people in the majors, um, some of them are okay with the double hook idea. Like uh, It sounds like uh, Adam Wainwright would be okay with it. I think starting pitchers would be okay with it because they realize that it's kind of, uh, helping them as starters, like, oh, the manager may be less inclined to take me out of the game now. I think that's why they like it, I don't know. But um, a lot of people I've read aren't really for this 61 feet, six inch rule. So we'll see. <clears throat> so we'll see how it goes in the Atlantic League. I really don't think they should have done this 61 feet, 6-inch rule and said anything about it, though. I think they could have just tested it and not said anything, and, like, nobody would have known the difference, but who knows. Um, But, yeah, Adam Wainwright and Max Scherzer are apparently a couple of the uh, people that are for this double hook idea. Um, But there's a much longer list of people that are against the idea like me i think it's dumb i think they're both dumb i think they're trying to do way too much like i've said before i don't need to go down this slope again uh they're trying to do too much to a game that's already fine um anyway uh athletes just need to be athletes i'll say it again um all right and i think that's pretty much gonna wrap up this episode the a's did not come back from behind they lost eight to one today, so winning streak officially snapped record now stands at 14 and eight still not bad at all nothing to be sh- feel bad about all right guys so that's gonna be this episode um i don't really have anything comedy wise to say no comedy updates comedy i mean stand-up Different venues are reopening at capacity inside. There's still a lot of venues that haven't reopened yet. Um, I think the Punchline in Sacramento is reopening at capacity like within a week or two. So uh, congratulations to them. Hope it all goes well. Hope everything goes well here. Um, But there's some other smaller venues that uh, haven't opened yet. We'll see what happens with those. All right, guys, Um, thank you all for listening, and uh, catch you next time. Bye.